everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor. But this time, we're going to do things a little bit different today. This is going to be Spiritual Successor Goes to the Movies, our first ever Patreon exclusive. AJ, holy shit, we reached... Wait, we reached Patreon a- exclusive or Patreon bonus? Oh my god, you're right, it's a Patreon bonus. This is our first ever Patreon bonus. It's bonus. Yeah. This is not exclusive. Everyone gets to hear Fuck this. Fuck yeah. Everybody in the whole <laughs> world could hear this right now if they wanted to. Holy shit. Because of uh, our lovely patrons, we actually make about 50 bucks a month now, and that covers one ad, like, every single month. So we've been actually running a lot of ads on Lunar Light and beginning some new people checking out the podcast so it's all because of you guys so this one is uh this one goes out to you guys we love you very much yeah thank you so much for giving us this opportunity and giving us an excuse to try a new format fuck yeah so this one's a little bit different um instead of video games we've taken movie ideas from our patreon discord and are going to turn those into the next big budget blockbuster fucking craziness uh, so, Next summer blockbuster on the way right now. <laughs> so AJ and I have both collected some ideas and we are going to pitch each other these. And once we find one, we are going to take we will have like one hour to break its story. And just before we get into the episode, I do want to get a little serious for a second. I want to dedicate this episode to Will Campos, Matt Arnold, and Freddie Wong. Those were filmmakers I grew up watching, and they're part of the reason why I wanted to be a filmmaker and be a storyteller. And they run a really amazing podcast who does this weekly. Like It's called Story Break, and it's a really, really, really fun podcast. I'm a, I've listened to pretty much every single episode. Um, and just want to share some love for those guys. Yeah, no, their show is really amazing, actually. They've been... I don't remember if it's a project they finished by now because I've been going through, but uh, they actually took this format of like taking an hour to break a story, and they ended up breaking scene by scene to turn in to create like a whole film script. Yeah, it's done. It's done, dude. You can actually listen to the uh, the audio drama. They didn't like get actors or anything. It's just like them reading through the script, and it's like two and a half hours long. It's really really cool. So if you're That's so if you're into dope. if you're into like screenwriting and want to learn how to do that, there there are a couple great boys. These are the people that did uh, Dimension Four Hundred Four on Hulu. They were the Rocket Jump people. They are uh, three of the crew on Dungeons and Daddies. They're fucking. They're excellent. They're excellent. They're excellent. And they're in a similar. We're in a similar vein to them with Spiritual Successor. So. Um, so we yanked their style, we jacked their steez. <laughs> fucking, we robbed the story train, dude. Like weird side note, dude. This feels like episode one again. Like I'm all nervous and I'm all like, yeah. fuck. I don't. I'm like flying <laughs> blind. Like I got comfy. I got comfy in my 58 episodes, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about you hit me with the first? I'm gonna one. hit you. <laughs> okay, I'll hit you with the first one. All right, I'll, I'll give us an e- I'll give us an easy one. This one comes from us from Patrick Skelly, a sequel to the perfect movie. And this is kind of a good question, AJ. What the, what's your favorite movie, man? My favorite movie and the perfect movie are two different questions. Mm-hmm. Which would you like first? I would like both. You don't get both. You get <laughs> one or the other. Actually, no. Give me give me your perfect give me the perfect movie because like that was what the submission was asking for. Well, everybody knows that the perfect movie is the rundown starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Wait, correct me if I'm wrong. The rundown is the one where he has, like, the fucking wood board in the back of his car, right? That he uses just to um, cave things in? No, you're thinking of a completely different movie yeah, where he's no, in a I, small I, town and he's, like, a police yes, officer yes, and he yes. only and uses he got, a piece like, of and wood. And he got, like, stabbed and then had to go on, like, a vigilante, like, beaten-ass spree. I forgot about the movie where he's a criminal, <laughs> where he's a police officer that just beats the shit out of criminals uh, yeah. with a piece of wood. <laughs> what was the name of that movie? And he, like, I runs don't... around the town and he's just like, ah, oh, I'm gonna join, have you join my police force because the cops are all corrupted. Oh, that's right. He did, like, deputize people to, like, just beat ass for a while. Yeah, because <laughs> the cops in his town were all corrupted and bad what was the name of that no the rundown is the movie where he's hired by some rich businessman to go hunt down uh the rich businessman's son when he's in like south yes, america yes and yes i like, do remember this movie there's a treasure hunt and he's a bounty hunter there and like the, the movie opens up with this funny thing about like how like he would never use a gun guns mm-hmm. when guns are used, walking tall are walking tall is the second is the one where he like beats ass how does Walking Tall not mention the plank of wood that is like so thematically <laughs> it's the fucking, important? It's in the trailer, dude. Like it's I mean not in the trailer, it's in the uh the fucking poster. The final is, like, fight is two dudes fighting over a plank of wood to beat the other one's ass with. How is that not like part of the Okay, you know what? <laughs> I, feel, I maybe have I feel to change like we're my talking name. about this rather than the actual <laughs> movie that you were pitching, man. <laughs> Okay, so uh, is this a movie? Are we doing a sequel to The Walking Tall? Is that like the perfect movie? <laughs> that is a movie that has done that did it perfectly. 
that is a movie that did it perfectly. Like, it's got like a good best friend of villain reveal. It's got oh, maybe shit, in one of the right. funniest reveals ever because the window like shatters and reveals his best friend like in a suit all of a sudden. Oh wait, hold on a second. Johnny Knoxville is in Walking Tall. What? Johnny Knoxville is like the is the pal in fucking Walking Tall. Well, he's dude. not the villain. Is he the first guy that's deputized? I believe so. Yeah, that's his whole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> okay so then what we're going to be creating is hey that movie's based on a true story actually really i think okay, it's, it's inspired by true events okay so if we're oh my god i'm just looking at johnny fuck johnny Knoxville looks so young in this you want to make a sequel to walking tall what would that look like i think it's just a man retiring and falling in love i believe you know what it is it's the romantic comedy it's the romantic comedy where he falls in love with the plank of wood that he used to stop (laughs) a bunch of evil (laughs) criminals we uh we've been through so much together and it's just it, you know this weird thing reminds me of actually i don't know if you knew this but remember the kid with plank in ed and eddie yes yeah he grew up to be dwayne the rock johnson in walking tall <laughs> okay yes 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 i think that it is it's a love story between this man and this plank of wood as he falls in love with it as he realizes all that this plank of wood has done to be there for him and he realizes the sacrifices that he needs to make to really show his love for it and like we're talking about like the actual sacrifice that somebody needs to but see to but where's, show the, con- in a re- where's the conflict in that i feel like if we're doing a romantic comedy and i feel like we can get a little bit philosophical with this you know like that whole thing of like you dismantle a ship and then assemble it again as another ship is it still the same ship you know that whole that whole theory how much of a plank of wood can you replace before it's a different plank of wood well i mean i feel the opening scene should be the piece of wood breaking into two which piece does he love and that creates this whole conflict so maybe he makes a choice that results <laughs> in the other plank of wood going out on a spiteful thing because i want to i feel like that the 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 scene that would be like that would define the movie is a bunch of mobsters sitting in a dark like just like one light room um, surrounding a piece of broken wood in a mob boss chair and they're holding a conversation with it that doesn't there's no the plank doesn't answer just like plank and ed and Nettie, but they're like oh you want us to kill him that's the conflict there i'm you know what <laughs> i'm very interested in romantic comedy between uh dwayne the rock johnson and being in a love triangle with two plank blank pieces of wood is this like an action romantic comedy because like the first Walking Tall was pretty fucking brutal, but actually it did have some comedic moments. When Johnny Knoxville was deputized, I remember them having like some comedic beats where he's like, whoa, I get a gun? Holy shit. You know, Johnny Knoxville style. Yeah, he does get a gun. So are we just dropping the seriousness of this? Yeah, I think so. I think it would just be like a fun romantic action comedy, much like the greatest romantic action comedy, Night and Day. I have never starring seen. Tom Cruise. Oh, wait, Cruise holy shit, I do know and, this, I do know. Right, it was Tom Cruise, and who was the lady in that one? Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. Yes, 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 yes. It's going to be us talking about, like, movies we like, huh? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know, it's a bonus episode. We're just, we're fucking, we're winging it, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, we're going to pick a movie. Uh, all right, I got one to pitch to you. All right, tell me about it, tell me about it. Twerp Starlight Brigade, but a movie. Uh, this was submitted by Zendrika. We've talked about this. We can't do it. That thing already has a story. You know what happens. It's yeah, but we need little, to expand It's a cute it. little elf kid that gets that finds a crash spaceship, goes into space, and fights a fucking space war with a, with probably the thirstiest uh, furry bait I've ever seen. Did you, you, just, you, see, you see the internet after that movie dropped? You're talking that, about the really buff lion. Co- the, co- buff, the buff lion bassist. Yeah, ever, the fucking internet got so thirsty like, after that, that music But video. like, the, you know what this movie could be right like this could be one of those like fun like crew action movies you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. this could be like space fast and the furious oh i was gonna i think a better example would be guardians of the galaxy which is (laughs) it could be a little bit guardians of the galaxy it could also be a little bit starship trooper you know what i mean like maybe it's a deconstruction of the chosen one trope now now that i think about it your fast and the furious comparison is good because they each have their own spaceship Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that the movie, that the music video didn't discuss that maybe we could jump into, they didn't really talk about the process of him becoming part of the Starlight Brigade. Yeah. So maybe if you break it apart, like, okay, this is how we can tackle this submission. 
this is going to be a, th- a trilogy. So, like, the first movie is, like, him on his wasteland world, and then the end of it is, like, him escaping into orbit to go fight this. Yeah. He sees something we, dark we in the sky. actually acknowledge, like, what is it like for him to, like, choose to go on this heroic space adventure? What is this villain that they're facing? Yeah, what is he escaping from? Because, you know, we get that it's a scrap world, but, like, is it is life kind of peaceful in this scrap world? Is it like this person is hungry to do something? Also, it never explains if this war is going on. Uh, like, really quick, I think we should do some background. This is, would be a film adaptation of the music video for the song Starlight Brigade by Twerp. Featuring, uh, actually, I think it features all of NSP. I think, I, I know Brian, uh, Ninja Brian is in the music video, but I don't know if he did any uh, work on the track. Yeah, but like they're like Twerp and NSP are so intertwined now that they I feel like they just do shit together. Yeah, like all the time. So if we break it up into it, if we break it up into a trilogy through the first one is like him discovering that a war is going on outside of the planet and he's got to escape and then maybe there's well if you wanted to break it into a trilogy you could do a system where like there's this MacGuffin on the the first island or first movie would be like him needing to get this spaceship realizing something's weird about it it's a little bit like it's a little bit like et right like there's this thing here that we need to know about and we need to understand and we need to like explore this would then get him off world once he's on world, we have this second movie that's about him meeting these like wild and crazy space adventures and like having to earn like it's the first encounter with this darkness that they're fighting. And it's like, I'm here to prove myself as a, as a, a teammate and as a friend to all of you. And then the third one is about like the dark sacrifices of needing to face this like oppressive war. I think it would be so fun because this is obviously like a coming of age story. So the first movie should be kind of like a sort of like a child adventure, something like Studio Ghibli. It's very innocent. Our opening scene is like them seeing the ship land off in the distance. And that's our MacGuffin to be like, hey, I want to see what that is. Yes. You know, I'm curious what that is. So it's just like him going from like scrap town to scrap town. Um, to get to this, like, what he thinks is, like, a meteor or a falling star or something. And maybe the people that are opposing him are also going there because this is a world powered by scrap, right? They think, oh, hey, a ship landed there. Yeah, we could junk that and turn that into profit. Yeah, you know, or something. And then you realize that... um maybe towards the end of the movie and we we i'm trying to figure out how you can release this but it's stop not canceling things in the music video because like he does come across the ship at the crash site i think you could just find it and like like hide it away and like try to make sure that nobody else finds it well i feel like you could do there's i'm trying to think of like who are like i feel like our story we got to figure out who like our main players are i think there are three main players in this story we have our kid i don't think they have a name but we can just call them danny I because that's please 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 space Dan space Dan (laughs) all right that's not Danny from Ninja Sex Party that's space Danny who's an elf that's space that's space that's space space sex bang uh, if you will (laughs) um and then we also have the scrapper like the lead scrap warlord and then we have you know one thing the music video didn't cover is where the fuck did the pilot of that ship go? Oh, yeah. So maybe they're out. In, they crash land in this world and they have to go. Uh, actually, but the ship was working when he found it. So, like, why would the person have to repair it? Maybe it was a Green you know Lantern I mean? situation. Oh, shit. So it's right? like, and, like the spaceship was like sent across the universe to like find a worthy candidate. Oh, my God. So, like, do you think the Starlight Brigade sent it? But it was a dark ship, though. I don't think that the Starlight Brigade sent it. I think that maybe an old member of the Starlight Brigade sent it on, like, without telling any of the other members, which would mean that, like, once Space Dan has the ship, he now has to prove that he's worth this mantle that, Mm -hmm. like, everybody was like, oh, the old pilot was so much cooler and better and wiser and handsomer than you. Mm -hmm. Why should we care about you? But you know what might be kind of interesting? Because that spaceship was dark, it was was an enemy ship— What if it was like a traitor? Because I'm trying to think, why would they send a ship there? I think they sent the ship there because they wanted somebody hateful and powerful to find it to take down the Starlight Brigade. And that could be why the ship was like kind of evil looking. But once Space Dan got in there, you know, pure of heart and shit, removed it and went to go fight with the Starlight Brigade. what would we be looking to create here, I guess? We mentioned, like, a trilogy. Do we want to just create the movie that is him getting off-world, and then, like, we'll let somebody else in the future deal with uh, 
Starlight Brigade 2 and Starlight Brigade 3. <laughs> Starlight and like we'll be uh, attaching different writers, directors mm. to it. And it'll be mm. like a little bit of a Pacific Rim situation well, I all mean, over I again. Feel like you, I feel like, you know, we can plot out the whole thing. Like, what are the... We have the major events of the first movie. So what are the major... So he... So he, Well, hold on. Let's not do this now. Uh-huh. Let, let's put our cards oh, on the yes. table. Let's you're look right, at right, all of right. the possible submissions we've got. And then we'll pick one to actually break. Because then we need to set up our timer and then break the story. Okay. okay. Right, right now we're just getting a little... Mm, just wetting our palate a little bit, trying to figure out which one we're liking. We're in the ice cream shop and we're saying, mm, I want a little bit of this one and I want a little bit of this one. And really, we're just out to try to collect as many of those tiny little spoons that we can. Okay, I have a submission for you then. Hit me. There was a super long conversation in our Discord about how bizarre and stupid JoJo's can be. Talking about how the stands are all named after famous songs and other things. Um, and then it just kind of went into people just saying song title names. And a couple of them stood out to me. Uh, and I want you to pick which one we go with. Because one is Hungry Like the Wolf uh, by by Duran Duran, which is very good. And then mm-hmm. another one is, uh, oh, that one, excuse me, that one came from uh, Caleb Read This. And then we have another one from Patrick Skelly, some kind of Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville meets Guy Fieri Flavortown project. Are we doing Margaritaville? Or are we doing Hungry Like the Wolf? Real quick. I want to do Hungry Like the Wolf. Okay, sweet. So here are the lyrics to Hungry Like the Wolf. Dark in the city, night is a wire. Steaming in the subway, earth is a fire. Woman, you want me? Give me a sign and catch me breathing ever closer behind. This is like a this is like creepy, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of romance songs are creepy when you just read them line by line, actually. Yeah, that's how fucking... Well, I mean, Every Breath You Take is also a creepy fucking song, but that was meant to be creepy. Uh, in touch with the ground, I'm on the hunt after you. Smell like a sound. I'm lost in a crowd. Straddle the line in discord and rhyme. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. Mouth is alive with juices like wine. And I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching the music video right now, and I feel like I'm dying really what am i watching is it like that like is it problematic i don't know if it is (laughs) he went he's like a safari man and Uh, he like went into the jungle and he met some lady and then they were crawling around and then i think they were fighting oh my god i'm having flashbacks to that yeah where they're on the ground like looking at each other like they're fucking animals yeah oh my god the 80s were weird all right uh, this is going to be a werewolf romance story. I'm so glad you went with the werewolf romance idea as well as I did. Here's the thing. I don't like the visuals of the music video. Well, we Here's don't have to I fucking, do we don't have to keep it. We don't have to like, it doesn't exactly. exist. It doesn't We're exist. We're getting rid of this. Yeah. I want a werewolf story that uh-huh. feels like the same energy as like teen wolf, right? I want them car surfing. I want them wearing fun, colorful body suits. I want everybody wearing aviators. <laughs> okay. Um, is this going to be okay? We should discuss like what is this like our world where werewolves exist? Or are we going to do like because like I feel if we did that, it's that's just our fucking... world but with werewolves. It's just Teen Wolf. No, it's in the Teen Wolf no, cinematic we, universe. Just fucking watch Teen Wolf. Then what is the point of us talking about the submission? We got to like come up with our own thing. You know what I mean? Teen Wolf too. Hungry like the what wolf. If... <laughs> no. So what if we did a thing like kind of monster prom style, where it is a world where monsters do exist. And uh-huh. this is a person that is a wolf. Actually, here's the idea. Here's the idea, AJ. I'm gonna give everybody a little insight into my disgusting fucking history. I was really into Rosario Vampire when I was a kid. That series mm. fucking rocked. So what if we take mm-hmm. that concept where it is there is a hidden away monster world, and this one kid gets bitten and becomes a werewolf, and it's now their like fish out of water story of them becoming part of this new community and world. What what's the story, right? Like what what is what what I think it's it's just it's it's a tale on adolescence, dude. It's a tale on puberty. Like that's what I think it's about. All right. So it's like it's just a com- like coming of age story. We'll pitch it to Netflix. They can't stop making them. <laughs> that's true. They're physically incapable of releasing more supernatural coming of age stories, and a werewolf one would fit right in there. Yeah, they, I don't think they have any werewolf like content because I know they did. Uh, Teen Wolf was really popular for a while. Yeah, there is the edgy Teen Wolf show, but I don't believe that's a Netflix original. No. I believe that was for like MTV or yes. something. I, I don't know if you watched it, but Teen Wolf was actually pretty fucking good. Does anybody car surf on it? No, but... Then it's a fucking waste of the name <laughs> Teen Wolf, isn't it? Oh my god, AJ. AJ, oh my god! I have Falls it. Falls in love I with a vampire. No, I have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. We can. There's a couple rounds we can do with this. One, this is a werewolf who wants to become a cook. So it's hungry like the wolf. So it's like that's what they're trying oh, to pursue. Fuck. Or or we can do a thing where it's like I we call it beach wolf and it's about a wolf, 
a werewolf who wants to surf. So there's two, no, there's two no, routes we're here. way no hungry like the wolf, and it's a werewolf that's going to culinary school. Mm-hmm. You've knocked Col- that out of culinary the monster monster high school, basically. Well, culinary monster college, first of all, because he's actually like he's a good cook. He's like a good cook, actually. Like he's going to culinary school. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the opening bit. So it's like he is that kind of cook that only likes fresh vegetables. So he's like out in the field, like collecting vegetables to cook up his primo dish and while he's out there that's where he has his encounter with the werewolf because the like the mm-hmm, werewolf mm-hmm. is stalking about like hunting prey and something he survives okay. the incident like after he wakes up in the hospital he has a like a little card um and some like thorny like purple roses on his bedside and on the note is like his acceptance letter to this mysterious like high school because like how weird would that be like college there's no such thing as culinary high school <laughs> all right let's get I, that hey, out I've of the way i've watched enough anime to disagree with that no this is for an have american you not watched audience food wars, summer AJ? blockbuster have you not watched no, food wars i know about food wars <laughs> here here's my question about like the the werewolf culinary school like what are what are some of the center central themes we'd be looking at right like what is the, what is the want what do they need to learn that kind of thing exactly person should look at like be very selfish in the beginning very confident in their ability and the moment they are this werewolf thing fucks with his coordination skill so now he's not a good cook anymore so he needs to humble himself over the course of this story both accepting his new werewolf abilities and becoming one with himself to become like a better cook all right so like the 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 issue that he has in the first place is like he's a perfectionist right he's like very clean cut very prim very proper but then like as the story goes on like he's he's coming into his werewolf he becomes a messy like a messy person and, yeah, oh and, God, and, his you know, su- said- and his cooking suffers so horribly and so like it's a story about him accepting these issues and like is realizing that like hey he doesn't need to be perfect he just needs to have fun and you know it'd be such a cool scene like towards the end of it like there's that montage where like him and his friend or like somebody that's helping him through this journey he like makes a dish that looks so fucking gross but it tastes perfect like it's just yeah. like he made the biggest mess he it's just not the presentation on it is terrible but like it it just like it's that dish that fills you with warmth and like hey yeah. this is this is what it's it, about this is about it's making like goulash stuff. yeah like yeah. goulash never looks oh good but God, damn does like... goulash not just like <laughs> taste so killer you know oh, what I mean like yeah, no one's yeah. like no one slapped goulash on a plate and said mm, now that looks like an eight like a five star <laughs> restaurant I'm feel. excited to put that it's in like, my fucking no gullet. that looks like sauce and noodles and slop but how but how does the okay so we should like try and take some of the song lyrics and apply them to the story. I think that's what Yeah, why don't you hit me with some lines then? Because we did just do this off of the name alone, didn't we? Yeah, we did just do- well, I mean that's close. It's pretty it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me read you some of the lyrics again. Uh Dark in the City, Night is a Wire, Steam in the Subway, Earth is a Fire. Woman you want me, give me a sign and catch me breathing ever closer behind. I'm sorry, is the song Hungry Like the Wolf just about this dude being like super hyper sexed up? Yeah, and and like str- and fucking like hunting somebody. <laughs> hmm. I'm on the- You want to hear some more of the heat I've got? <laughs> okay, so uh, real quick, we just we took Hungry Like the Wolf in name only. We didn't apply yeah. any of the sex junk <laughs> to it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what the move was. <laughs> Okay. All right. I got two I got two more options for you. Mm-hmm. Are you a little bit more interested in a sequel or an adaptation? Uh an adaptation. Well, the thing is though, I want to avoid like if this thing like I we had a lot of fun with Starlight Brigade because there were holes that we can fill, but I do kind of don't want to just be like, "Hey, Hey, can you make a movie out of this anime series? And I'm like, no, it's like, I feel like this, the work is already done. You know what I mean? I would say that the adaptation that I could propose to you right now is so congested with so many messy and like random themes mm-hmm. that if we wanted to create an adaptation of that, we could pick one of the like 18 themes throughout this hyper congested series. Mm-hmm. And find out what, like, a, a one singular movie of that would look like. Okay. Can we, because we are, the we, we did reach the 30 minute pitching. mark. So if you can, like, just really quickly, go, let's, let's kind of, like, lightning round this shit. Okay. All right. Let me light, let me just put these both on the table and you can mm-hmm. pick which one you want. Okay. Okay. I'm down. Air Bud, but with esports. 
<laughs> you did text me this one, and I'm like, it just <laughs> little little backstory to this. AJ texted me this is like, hey, don't let me fucking forget this one. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, okay, go for the next one. No, that's the sequel. That's the sequel. Like that one. That one's just. Oh like- no, that's not a sequel. That's just like, well, okay, Airbud is weird because there. That's part of a collective of movies universe where it. That uses golden retrievers doing said sport. Yeah, that's it's, they're fair. not necessarily sequels so much as they are like. Wait, it's not the same dog. No, it's not the same dog. It's okay, I need kid. you to understand. Up until this exact Wait, moment, I thought it was the same basketball, no. soccer, football dog, and no. then he had a bunch of puppies. No, no, Airbud is like it, it's actually okay. I don't know if it's. Like, I thought it's that we were operating litter. with Crypto, the fucking super dog. <laughs> no, dude, it's like it follows different kids, and I think a different dog every single time. Yeah. Air Airbuds is do. it possible that it's on a little bit of like a dog's purpose stuff and every time this dog has died and been reincarnated as a new sports dog? No, 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 no. Airbud Now, hold one on. Is Don't a, shut no, me it, down on this because I'm onto something No, Airbud 1 is about basketball. Airbud 2 is about football, dude. It's a very talented dog. <laughs> now it's completely... <laughs> Wow, its budget was eleven million, and its box office was ten million. Uh oh! <laughs> no, that's not what I like to hear when I'm trying to plan out the next summer blockbuster. Okay, so uh, Airbud One, it was uh, its budget was three million dollars. Holy shit! And how much? Wow, money did a big it make? jump in the money from Airbud One to Airbud Two. Yeah, huh? I know, right? Okay, so its budget was oh my god, its budget was three million dollars. Guess how much money it got a return on. 12. No. Uh-oh. $27 million. Damn. Holy Air Bud. Holy shit, and then he di- And then he died and became reincarnated as a football dog. Uh, how about this? Because we live in the modern era. Their their owner couldn't let them go, so they had them cloned. That's a thing you can do. Well, it could also be that our eSports dog is one of the Air Buddies. <laughs> okay, it's, wait, wait, AJ, AJ, you know what's really fucking in right now? What gaming teams like I just watched a uh, a thing on Kotaku about and also this is I, I, we're not a video game podcast right now, but I'm going to talk about video game thing for a second. There is this <laughs> group of like 19, 20 year olds that just bought a multi million dollar home and they uh, got famous and rich playing Fortnite. Guess what? Guess what they call their team, AJ? Fart Squad. No. Fart Squad 6. No, they're called the 1%. How? Uh, <laughs> yeah, gross. Fucking- fucking pieces okay. of shit here's here's what i'm going to say <laughs> <Yeah>. then okay <laughs> i like this idea of like a singular coach needing to coach like eight dogs about how to play video games very good it's a dog oh, no or we this? put the one dog on the team and everybody learns a little bit about themselves here's the other one that i want to okay. pitch to you really quick mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a live action fully cooley i i i would love a that. singular movie we pick one of the the eleven hundred themes within the Fully Cooley movie, and we try to expand that into a one a singular I, two hour film. I would love that, but the the original series is already so good. I don't want to fuck with it. Like I I I love the idea of it, but the original series works. Why yeah, do it? It does work. That's like that's like the that's like the same uh, to like, me. What's that more is Hollywood the, than trying to take something that works and do it again? You just, just about- looked at the bio. You just looked at the numbers for Airbud Two. This I is just what's more Hollywood well, than no. this. This like this is the equivalent to me of like right after Parasite won like best fucking movie of the year, and then some American asshole producers like, yeah, I'm in the works of making an American version of that. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. Just watch the original. It's good. It's fucking tight. Just learn how to fucking read some subs, <laughs> some, some goddamn subs, you fucking asshole. That's like them when they God, no, all right, no, no, I'm gonna rant now. That's like them okay, remaking old, That's like hey, them wait. making whoa, whoa, fucking whoa, 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 whoa. old boy. Is there any way I could talk you down from the soapbox? No. Okay, go. <laughs> it's like that's like them remaking Old Boy, like one of the best fucking movies ever made. And it's a fucking Korean film. Wait, there's it's, a remake of Old Boy? Yeah, and it's terrible. It's yeah, like a, it it's starting like some it. fucking old white guy and then it, like doing just fucking being like American badass, kicking ass, doing all these things. When the first one was like just this inherent, like really vague, like just slow burning drama that had one action scene. And then some American producer was like, I only love the action scene in that movie. That what's this fucking movie's about now. And guess how shitty that movie did. It was fucking awful. It was fucking terrible. Do you God, think, that was so pissed off. Old do Boy's you think that there's an American movies. remake of The Raid in the works? They have not made a remake 
of the raid. Thank, thank goodness. God. Because the fucking raid one and raid two were so damn good. And I'm so fucking happy for that actor. I I I need to he remember. Got put his John name. Wick. No. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if he got like a I'm uh, almost certain that he's in John Wick 3. God, that'd be so fucking cool, actually. Uh, Iko Uyas, Uyas, I believe is his name. An amazing actor. Uh, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation on him, but Yayan <coughs> Ruhian? Mm-hmm. He was in The Raid, and he's okay. in the one of the fights in John Wick 3. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, so it was a different guy from... Oh, was this the guy who uh, they just put a beard on him and like, hey, that's totally a different person. <laughs> you remember that there was there was a character in the raid that was in a he was he was called the dog that's right in raid redemption they put yeah. a beard on him and we're like no this is just some old guy this is some different fucking dude but like he's so like all of his fight scenes are so good okay okay circling back here though i here's our story with i i think we're gonna do Airbud too i don't want to do fully coolie i, I it's, a, it's an awesome right. series all as right. it is. hold on wait are we committed to trying to break the story of air buddies or of esports Airbud? I think what we'll do is is I want to talk a little bit about Air Buddies because I think there's some funny jokes jokes and story stuff we can do there. And then we decide on that or Hungry Like the Wolf. How about okay. that? That sounds good. Um, Let's crack some jokes. Okay. So I think the problem, how this happens is, this is not necessarily a person who owns a bunch of dogs. We have a person, because one thing that's really popular right now um, is dog walkers. Uh, I want to express a couple different options that we could go with with the placement of our esports airbud. Mm-hmm. It's five space airbuds, and the, the boy that he's going to make a companionship with is the coach, and he's going to teach all five of these dogs to play League of Legends. Option two. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good, actually. Uh, option two. There's <laughs> already the four final, people the... playing League of Legends. And they need a fifth man, so they bring in the dog to teach them all about teamwork. Like, they're a really, really good esports team, but they're really bad about, like, covering each other's lanes. No. They're really bad about, I, like, having I, a support I, stick with them. But the dog, you know, the dog's used to lo- – the dog loves going on walks. The dog loves being near people. The dog is such a good support I player. No, I love the idea that it's a team of dogs because you can do a thing where it's, like, all, you have can a bunch of different Can I propose my dogs? third option before we make a decision? Okay. The dog takes the place of the coach, and five human beings are learning how to play League of Legends from a dog that's just really good at it. No, because that you can, you can express all the jokes that that can give in like one scene. I don't think there's a lot of conflict there. So here, let me give you just okay, like so a little. We're, so we're let me give you do... let me give you a little rough. Let me give okay. it, please. What I'm thinking is this is a person. This is some teenager who's like really loves playing um, League of Legends. And they are in their part time because they want to they want to be a League of Legends player. So they're not really putting any time towards getting a real job. What they're doing (laughs) is, is they they walk the neighborhood dogs and out of some freak accident, they find out that these dogs can play League of Legends. (gasps) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They say they're going to go walk the dogs. But what they do is they just bring them to their house and just let them chill out in their house for a while while they play League. Because they don't they want... play lead, while yeah. they play League and smoke a lot of drugs. <laughs> they just bong ripping and playing shacks a lot. Um, <laughs> so in that moment, like they have, um, to there's st- an Air Buds joke in there somewhere. <laughs> okay, by the here, way, they're, they're, hold on, hold on. <laughs> they they have a bong that's just called Air Bud. <laughs> That's, so here's here's the thing here's the thing so they bring the dogs to their house because they don't actually want to walk them they were playing some league they need to step away to go take a rip <laughs> and then the dogs come over and are just like watching all of the particle effects and on on this and then one of them starts playing so then they discover that these dogs can play them and they're like holy shit they need these dogs to have a full league team but they belong to other people. So they need to constantly be coming up with excuses to take these dogs. And <laughs> they are able to play League um, remotely because you don't need... you. You Honestly, AJ, the hundreds of times you've played League, you could have been playing up against a dog. There's literally well, no fuck. way you would know. You're right, so, until, I'm on the, until I'm on the big stage. Until you're on the big stage, and that's the thing that happens is like them kind of like it's the it's like the fight of trying to you know make excuses to hang on to the dog it's a lot like wilfred i don't know if you watch that tv series but like he's always coming up with excuses why the dog needs to come over to his house so he you do that but it's like with all of these little groups of dogs you have like a chihuahua you have a little golden retriever you have like a a saint bernard (laughs) um also 
gamer wear for dogs? Uh, they just wear the jerseys still. They were able to put football pads on a dog. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> Razor starts doing, like, uh, spe- instead of, like, cat headphones, it's just dog ear headphones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the merch, the merch for this movie is going to be incredible, but we don't need to get too distracted with that. What okay. I do really like about this idea, though, of, like, of a bunch of different dogs that can all talk and play video games really well, mm-hmm. is that this continues, like, the arc of the Air Buds cinematic universe, where it is continuing to become less and less about the people and the lessons that the people can learn. Mm-hmm. And more about the dogs, just because being, the Air like, Buddies movies is just five siblings talking to each other. This is a lot like this. I picture the pace of this to be a lot like Snow Dogs. Remember, it's that one guy with like the team of huskies that can like talk. <gasps> <laughs> so it's like that really early 2000s, like mesh warp face animation okay so like obviously like the 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 viewer is rooting for the for the snow dogs guy because like we like that person and we want him to win because i don't remember what the actual thing is but we need to think about like why do we the audience care about our weed smoking league playing uh dog walker becoming mm-hmm. the next esports champion we need to talk and think about that and i think that is an excellent reason and an de- excellent place where we can start the timer. Real, real, okay, real quick. So we are, we're doing, okay. So we're doing game Air, uh, Air Bud or we're doing Hungry Like the Wolf? I want to do Air Bud. You want to do Air Bud? My, my concern with that is, is one, I don't know how much like fuel we have to get through that story to break it. Also, we normally do gaming podcasts. So wouldn't it be kind of nice to not do something related to gaming? We could, but I don't feel like we had a lot of direction to go with the werewolf. Okay. You know what? All right, I feel you. Next, how about this, though? Because I do want to do another one of these gaming spiritual successor goes to the movies. This is another Patreon bonus. Next one can't be game-related. <laughs> All right, next one cannot be game-related. I'm willing to match you oh, to okay. agree to that. All right, I am starting my 30 minutes. First things first, we need to have a, have a name for our main ca- character, please. Uh, Bud? No, not the dogs. No, this is so... No, we can't call... Oh, my God. What if all of the dogs are, like, variations on Bud? So it's Yes, like, I'll give you we that, but, Boo, I, but this Bud, is going to be buddy. the hero's journey. Our hero is going to be our weed-smoking dog walker. He's the character that we need to be rooting for because we want him to get these dogs to win the, the League of Legends uh, Worlds Championship. What's the most gamer name you can think of? I think Jake is pretty good. Or actually, how about this? Because this is actually going to be a YouTube Red original. Markiplier. Mark, I was actually thinking Markiplier, or we just have the Game Grumps. <laughs> so like that's Game Grumps his... already got a YouTube Red series. Oh my god, about they totally League did. of Legends. So, <laughs> oh my god, that's totally right. Holy shit! <laughs> so this will be Markiplier's. Markiplier is a weed smoking dog walker. <laughs> so it's just it's just Mark. <laughs> and he's college to high school age. It's uh-huh. really kind of ambiguous. He he generic is schoolboy. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would school. work though? He looks like a he looks like a thirty year old man now. Yeah, I don't care. This is the casting <laughs> that YouTube gave us. Okay. So, um, also I can hear your computer clicks, friend. Yeah, uh, I can't fix that. Okay. <laughs> what, uh, what do you right. want from me? All right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm just tr- I'm just trying to add a little bit of professionalism as I talk with a loud fucking bird in my backyard. God fuck me. Uh, AJ, I can hear your <laughs> squaw, squaw. I can hear your clicks. <laughs> pretty uh, pretty that was pretty posh of me. Sorry. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Okay, all right. I have we have fucking 28 minutes to crack this thing. So, I think we have our op- I think we have our opening. So, this is a person who lives by themselves and their whole life revolves around dog walking and then playing League of Legends when they're not dog walking and taking sweet fucking bong rips. I I think like the Airbud movies are really popular when you're high. Probably. Who doesn't love a talking dog? <laughs> Who doesn't love a fucking talking dog? So 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 here's the things that we know about uh Markiplier. Sorry, we didn't give him a name, so I'm just going to call him Markiplier now. Let's just call him Mark. Let's call him Mark. It's like it's not Markiplier, but it's like you look at him like, "Oh, that's supposed to be Markiplier." I like Mark because then if we aren't able to land that Markiplier deal, we can get Mark Wahlberg to slot in for this role, and I'm very <laughs> happy about that possible <laughs> casting decision as well. <laughs> or you could go like you know it'd be kind of funny actually um what if you go against the archetype where it's just like young person what if this is like somebody kind of out of their prime 
This is somebody like because older people play games too. Like what Mark if Wahlberg we... past his no, prime. You're no, so right. No, I want to cast Lance Reddick as our fucking dog. I don't know who that is. He's the guy. He's uh, the main villain from Quantum Break. He also is. Um, he's Zavala from fucking like uh, from Destiny too. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> okay, here's the thing. We need to not worry about casting. We need to worry about our character. So we know that Mark is a liar and that he's lazy, right? Because he he could be taking these dogs out for walks, but instead he decides to take the money, go back to his apartment, smoke weed, and play League of Legends. Mm, and while all the dogs just chill out and hang and <laughs> hang out and watch him play League, they, AJ, that's how they learn how to play League because they've been watching him for hours and hours. That's all they have to yes, do. Yes, yes, I love this. I, I love this moment where like all the dogs are sitting on a couch and. And they're all like talking to each other and they're all like wow he's really bad at this video game i bet you if he did this better he would win why is he taking this lane like he's not his character is not built as a lane character why is he doing that yeah he, he likes the dogs see the bottom lane and they're like why is bottom lane alone right there wouldn't they feel a lot more comfortable if they had somebody to be going on that long walk with they're the mm-hmm. only lane that didn't take a teleport so that's that's our that's our opening montage is like us getting to know the dogs us seeing that his life isn't really going anywhere. I feel his lesson over overarching the movie is just finding purpose and being a coach, like guiding others, being like a a a positive influence for these dogs. Yeah, we we need to we need to take it from the top. We need to say, okay, why does he want to win the esports competition? What is it mm-hmm. about like winning worlds that he wants? He's about to run out of rent money. I feel it can be one of those stoner rent movies like Tenacious D did it. We could do okay, it too. Okay, so he he thinks that like if he wins worlds, that's that's like the thing. He just needs to be able to win worlds and then mm-hmm. he can then he's uh, got rent money for the rest of the year and then he'll win the next tournament. But his current team just dropped him. Yes, yes, yes. So, like, that's his thing. So maybe, but why did they drop him? Is he too arrogant? Is he too lazy? Is he too... I think they dropped him because he's a liar. We know that he lies. He, he like, I almost oh. like this idea that, like, people are talking to him about, like, like accusing him as being a liar. Like, like hey, you said that you were going to be here for this, like, squad, like, this team meeting, but you're not here again. Well, what are you I doing? Think, and he's like, oh, do- I can't do it. I'm out walking dogs right now. And he's, like, well, in his apartment with the dogs on the couch. But that, but the, but why would he lie? Because he's going to be playing League. I think his, I think his issue is, is that he's not a team player. That he needs to learn oh. how to step back and let the team do what they're good at. So he's like, hey, I'm going to rush up the center and be like, hey, no, that's not your place. Like, we need to, we need you stationed here because this is who you main. You would be best used here. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm all about just like, I want to secure that fast level up so I can start doing the most damage possible. And I'm going to score. I'm going to be the reason that this team wins. I'm the reason that this team is going to go is going to get to the majors. And they're like, hey, you're not being conducive. You're not like helping us out get get fucking lost and so like that's where we find him at the beginning of the story he's teamless and he needs and how how big is the team on league of legends i've never played league of legends people okay Uh, so there's the mid laner the top laner the jungler and then two in the bottom lane usually the mid laner is the shot caller so they're the one that's going to be telling people where they need to go on the map just so happens that he has four dogs like he's gonna, he's gonna wait. He does is it, have four dogs. Is it that he's going to coach these dogs, or is that he's gonna? Because like, if we do four dogs, he's part of the team. I do like that very much. Um, what do we think is more interesting? Like, if we know that he's a late liar and he's lazy and he doesn't like, if if the reason why he got kicked off the team is because he's not a team player, how does he learn what he needs to learn? Does he and does he learn that by trying to give instructions to a bunch of dogs? Or does he learn this lesson by the dog telling him what he needs to do? That plays out exactly how it is when you're trying to train a dog. Sometimes dogs just don't give a fuck what you say. So here's the balance is like he knows they can play it and they could play it well, but they don't follow any of his orders. They do their own thing and they do it well. So that's his that's the thing he's balancing is like, okay, I just hit over the course of the movie, you find that he's just has to accept that his team is moving towards a goal in unison and he needs to be a part of it rather than fight against it or try and lead them away from it. So he's that. the coach. I, I don't necessarily know he's the coach. Maybe he thinks of himself as the coach, but he learns towards the end of like, you can't be the coach when you're part of the team. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's what he needs to learn, you know, and then, you know, of course, at the end of it, like... I feel the main antagonist of the movie should be the dog owners. I think the antagonist would be like his old team. Oh, that's who he goes against in the 
in, in worlds in, yeah. yeah at the end of worlds i think he would go against his own team and that's where like the lesson that like oh now he knows how to like follow orders and like trust his team is like shown you know it would be so fucking cool actually because i'm so tired of the trope of like gamers who are fucking mean and just cruel what if like his old team is just so nice and our guy just can't handle it he's just a big salty he's just a fucking salty asshole and the antagonist in the movie isn't necessarily the other team even though that's who he's going up against at the end at the final round it's himself it's just like hey man we heard you got a new team you're really climbing the charts we're really proud of you for like trying to do this thing and he's like fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you (laughs) (laughs) they're making they're just mocking me they're always mocking me (laughs) okay so let's Let's kind of like go through, should we like write up like the hero's journey for this guy then? So we have our inciting incident is he finds out that he finds out that he's removed from his team. And yes. like when he's, when he finds out about that, he like storms out of the room, he mm. goes out, takes a really big bong rip. And then he comes back in and he sees the golden retriever like playing the game totally fine and he thinks he's high he's like wow that dog could really play (laughs) and then he wakes up from his stoner thing from like just he like he hears like a kill streak notification he's like what the fuck and then he he hears the screen just he just sees all the dogs like taking turns like what they do is is like once one beats around they hop off the chair and another dog hops on the chair in their place to like play it (laughs) and that's what he wakes up to and he's like what the fuck (laughs) that dog can play And you do that whole like that whole like tropey thing where he like he stands up to look at them. All the dogs look, and like maybe he faints or something. I was thinking, like, for, some of the dogs look, except for the dog that's playing. The dog that's playing is just like still in there doing their grind. <laughs> you know, it'd be so funny. Base, I, I I don't know where we want to go with this, but. Can the dogs talk to him, or is it like Snow Dogs, Kangaroo Jack, where like they can talk, but they Snow Dogs they they can talk to each other, but they can't talk to him. So then then like our character realizes like oh okay if these dogs can play League, I need to get them all their own machines, and then I need to like start training these dogs on how to play better. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's like the bulk of like our opening of Act Two is like the training, the prep. Just kind of like he's starting to make some wins. He's starting to defeat some challenges. He maybe has uh, one thing that could be kind of good is he has a run in while he's wa- actually walking the dogs. You know, it'd be kind of cool, too. I like the idea that he starts to walk the dogs more, right? Like he plays yeah. these video games with the dogs and then the dogs like start circling the like by the door. And he's like, oh, man, I guess maybe I actually should take these bad boys That's out their for want. Walk. Like they want to be outside. They want to experience like being dogs. And like that, that's such a good point. That's, that's what the dogs get out of this. They play it because they know, or like maybe they play it because they're interested in it because they're gamer dogs, but like they realize that like, Hey, there's other things to life too. Let's go fucking, I want to be outside. I want to go, I want to go take a shit in front of my neighbor's yard or something. (laughs) Yeah. And then while he's walking the dogs, he should have a run in with one of his old teammates. Is one of his old teammates, maybe even the people that he walks the dogs for? That's juicy because how does that look towards like the end of Act Two? Like, oh, the end of Act Two is one of them finding out one of the dogs is part of the team, and he like says, "No, you can't walk my dog anymore." So now this guy can't compete. This guy can't go to the tournament. That's the Dark Knight. Okay, so he's walking the dog. He's walking the dog. He's walking the dog. He runs into one of his old teammates. Mm-hmm. His old teammate is like, "Whoa, hey, how's it going? I'm glad to see you up finally walking my dog for once." And he's like, well, "Oh, you know what? I've always been walking them." Well, you know, it'd be kind of a cool scene, like just circling back. This is this is the scene where he finds out he's off of the team. He's going to that play, that player's house to pick up the dog. And while he's handing him the dog to walk him, he's like, hey, you're off the team, but enjoy walking the dog. So like that sparks like this sort of hate, you know, it's okay, just like yeah. it's such as like it gives a backdrop to the scene. It gives a reason why it's why it's there, why it's happening. Yeah, I feel like I need to list out everything that we have so far. So uh-huh, uh-huh. first first thing we see is we see the dog's montage. We see them talking and expressing that like they would be better at video games than uh, Mark. Mark gets the phone call that he is off the team. He gets mad, goes smokes super hard. Mm-hmm. Comes back, sees all the dogs are playing v- League v- way, way better than him. And at first he's upset about it because he has to refuse that. That's like the call to adventure. That's the refusal of it. You know, he's like, okay, this because d- he thinks it's like a weed hallucination. 
And he's like, no, that's not that's not happening. That's not real. I'm not changing anything. So what makes him decide to go ahead and buy these dogs computers and start playing with them? Maybe the dogs could start pestering him. <gasps> they do puppy eyes, dude. He the dog like is sitting there like next to him staring at his monitor and something about it. Like he feels that the dog. Oh, like the dog's got there. a taste of it. And now they just want to keep playing. So every yeah. time he takes them out for a walk and takes them back to his apartment, rather than do anything, mm-hmm. the dog's just like the dogs just sit around him like bro give us a turn 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 like little little brother style yeah 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 uh then you have like a cool little scene where he's like grabbing a bunch of old computers that can run league because basically anything can run league at this point yeah basically um so he's just like (laughs) has a big ass land party where the dogs go in there and that's our first that's like our first scene he's like all right i Let's give this fucking thing a whirl. The first time he plays with him, he shouldn't be trying to direct them. He should just be caught up in the magic that they can do it. Yeah. And then the next, and then you over the course of the training montage, it's him trying to rein control of these dogs, make it less fun, make it not about the game, make it about just like the fight, you know, like the fight for control. And that's his like, that's his whole, that's like his tests. And I think this is where we start to realize that he he needs to realize that like the dogs need things, right? So like maybe they're playing a game and the dog keeps on bugging him and like like scratching at the door and he keeps ignoring it, he keeps ignoring it, he keeps ignoring it. Mm-hmm. And then the dog goes potty right there in front of the door. <laughs> And Gross. so the and so the next time that like one and so like the story kind of continues and then the next time that a dog is scratching at the door he's like all right I should probably make sure that like I let that dog go out and at that moment he's like hey wait a minute these dogs can tell me what they want and if mm-hmm. I do like respond to what they're actually requesting mm-hmm. then I don't get poopy on my floor well I think the story is not necessarily about him learning how to. I thought that was the lesson. I thought that the lesson was him learning that he needs to not be in control all the time and take orders. Yeah, but how does... I don't think a dog is going to take a break from a league match just to go shit to give him a message. You know what I mean? I feel like he needs to learn that lesson within the game rather than outside the game. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, like how how would we... What is, like, taking a shit in League of Legends? (laughs) Uh, You could ping something until you died. Uh, Oh, so like maybe the dogs uh enter like this little um this protest like they won't move until he does something. You know like they collectively work together in one thing but excluding him. So he But it has to, to fi- be something that only a dog can do. Otherwise there's no pro- point of this being an Airbuds movie. That's mm-hmm. why I was thinking that they poo poo on the oh, floor. Oh, okay. Um so you're trying to pitch me that a plot point is is that they take shits at his door until well, I don't know how does Airbud tell people that they're bad teammates? Uh I don't think they I haven't do. seen an Airbud movie. I think now well, is a good time to admit this. <laughs> well, I used to watch a lot of them when I was when I was a kid. Oh, you know be kind of you know be kind of good. What mm-hmm. if the dog gives him a kiss, like a little lick, like just like does something like only that only can happen between a dog and their owner? You know, like they show affection. They show, I appreciate you. I'm happy to see you. You know, like that's how, that's the thing that breaks him out of his cold bullshit with League. League isn't everything. It's about your relationship with your team. It's about your relationship with your friends and the fun of playing okay. together. Yeah. So like he, so maybe we're, during these montages of it, him like playing games, we see almost like a complete shot to shot recreation to like the, one of the first scenes that we saw of him playing mm-hmm. video games where he like acted out and like overextended, tried to go get the kill. Mm-hmm. And like he, it is almost a shot for shot recreation and except when his character would move forward, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And like he flashes back to like his teammates being like, "You don't, you're you overextend and you don't take orders and you always die and that's why we lose." And so he remembers that and he's like, "Wait, I'm not going to mm-hmm. overextend this mm-hmm. time." Okay. And so that causes them to win the game, and then all the dogs like surround him and start giving him kisses when the victory yes. screen comes. Yes, on. yes, 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 yeah. And that's like opposed to like the opening sequences where he doesn't walk the dogs. The dogs are disconnected. They're on the other side of the room. They don't interact with him. He doesn't interact interact with them. That's our act two. We have eight minutes to crack this. So okay. our dark night, our dark night is them finding out that the the owner of the dogs like uh, realizes that he's been using them as part of the team is really confused and kind of uncomfortable by it. It's not that he takes the dog away because he wants the other person to lose. It's just that he's like, Hey, it's kind of weird 
you're spending a lot of time with my dog and now I know why. And that's just like, I don't necessarily feel that's cool. Please stop smoking weed with my dog. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, maybe that's the thing that happens. He's like, Hey, are you getting my dog fucking high? (laughs) My dog smells so bad. Yeah, no, that's actually really good because like, this is my dog. You're fucking putting his health at risk. Why are you fucking smoking around my dog? I've had it. This isn't cool. It's not that he necessarily, you know, maybe he does learn about the league thing and he's brought in on it at first and he's like wow this is actually pretty cool because like maybe i'm assuming they were friends before they were league members so maybe like they have like a fractured friendship that you know over the course of the movie you find out that he learns that the dog is playing with his friend and like that's okay maybe like maybe we just kind of treat that as like a normal thing because all the people in airbud have to realize hey that's normal let's let this fucking dog play right so then the the breaking point is is like hey my dog's you got my dog high he has a breathing (laughs) well i mean not like and i don't mean that in like a funny way it's just like like oh look at the dog's eye too it's like no maybe the dog has a fucking lung problem or something dog's got dog has dog asthma yeah dog has dog asthma and the the owner is rightfully so pissed because like i i still vehemently don't really want to portray the opposing team as like a bunch of dickhead pieces yeah, no, of they're, shit they're like, good people they're, they're good, good gamers people. the only mean gamer is mark yeah and that's that's his arc is learning not to do that okay so how does he get the dog back with a good old-fashioned dog heist bud like i no, think that, no like, he can't that, steal like, he can't steal him because they got to go up against the team the following day no the dog he gets the other dogs in and all the dogs together as a team break out the other dogs so that they can go to worlds the next day i mean you could do that but then there has to be repercussions in the final there's no repercussions they win worlds how could anyone be mad at them they're because the they're going up against the final team that the dog owner is on in the okay, final so round maybe, maybe the 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 uh, the when he's getting the dog taken away the main character mark is like no no no. you have to trust me like i'm way better now i trust these dogs these dogs trust me let me prove that to you and you know what his response is to that is like i don't believe you you stole my fucking dog how can i believe that you are better as a person but then when he sees that teamwork in worlds then he'll be like mark has changed i see mark in a completely different light now and then it's fine and we don't have to worry about real dramatic repercussions because it's an air buds movie with weed and talking dogs how about how about this how about this how about this so the dog goes missing and then he, the owner, regret like begrudgingly, like is forced to watch from the stands as the dog team plays the first round, and just like seeing how the dog has changed our main character, and like the guy shows affection to the dogs after they get a kill, like he goes up and just like you know scratches behind their ears and actually shows appreciation and teamwork. That is what breaks the opposing team member. He's like, hey, you know, I was actually coming into this locker room. This is post-match, coming in this locker room to punch you in the teeth. But, like, to see how this has changed and how, like, to see how you've changed and to see the love that my dog gets when he's in your care, I will allow you to play this final match. So, wait, I really like this idea that even without this do- this last dog, they still go up to play this match one man down. Because, like, the, the oh. game's going rounds. And so he goes up, like, he's like, all right, fine, we don't have our jungler dog, but we do still have the rest of the team I promised these dogs that we were going to go up there and have fun. We're going to go up and have fun. And they, it's just fun. Oh, it's my just God. Good, AJ, clean, that's such a good fun. fucking idea. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. So he like he goes up. He still steps up to the plate because there's more at play than just like playing the game. They're there to have fun. The dogs are having fun. He's yeah. having fun. Yes, and then they go yes, into, yes. And then they meet up in the locker room after where he's like, hey, you're going to need it. You're going to need a team member. You can also do kind of a dramatic scene, too, where it's like hey, I'm lending you the dog for this, but I don't think you can walk him after we're done with this. It's not ignoring past mistakes. He's still fucked up. This dog still got hurt in his care, but he wants the dog to be there for this final, like, fight. Yes. So it's like, it's, because I I know this is going to be a straight to Disney movie, but I also still want to have that as, actually, this is not going on Disney. There's a bunch of, there's a fucking, there's like a hundred bong rips in this movie. This goes on (laughs) Disney Plus. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, because, because I, I I don't really like that as a story where it's like, oh, well, suddenly things are better now. It's like, no, like you fucked up and there has to be repercussions for that. But there's something bigger going on. And I want this dog there for the final match. And it's really wholesome. That's like a good fucking like that's primo, like feel good shit in the last act. And then they fight. 
Does he lose the battle? Yeah, they're fucking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> of course he loses against, like, like I think that they're, like, they're doing so good. They're doing so good. They're doing so good. But he gets to, like, the final competition in Worlds, and it's a complete wash. <laughs> but he gets second place, and you know what the second place prize second is? Second place at Worlds is not bad at all. It, no, it's exactly what he needs to pay his rent. <laughs> to, to the cent is exactly what he needs to pay his rent. Um, and that's the story. He hangs out with the dogs and maybe, and you know, he rekindles his friendship, uh, with, with the other players like, man, fuck, maybe even he starts, you know what the final scene is? It's all, it's him. It's the dogs, him and his old teammates in one room, just doing a big land party. Yeah. Like there's just like a bowl of Cheetos and like, they're just playing some music and just like having fun. So it goes from like his beginning of the story is him being a loner, being like alone and angry and feeling he's the fucking best to being surrounded by people that he loves and that feels loved by. And like, that's, Oh my God, it's a fucking movie, dude. Holy shit. We, we have like a minute and 15 seconds. So any last little adjustments before we close it out? Do we need to have a really uncomfortable scene where one of the dogs does get injured that causes that? Or is it just sort of out of left field? The neighbor, the, the neighbor friends like, Hey, why does, why does Mrs. Snuzzle pants smell like weed? I think it should be that because okay. if this is it should be like my dog's eyes are like they didn't like there's not a scene where they just find the dog like sprawled out uh, passed out or something. Yeah, that it's would like, suck. Yeah. Hey, my dog's eyes are super fucking dilated and they reek of weed like they, <laughs> it's 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 the fact it, nothing major happened, but it's the it was the fact that they were put in a situation where they could have gotten really hurt. Yeah, that is the problem have it in me to make a dog look like it's dead sorry i don't have it in me either i don't even know if i have it in me to get a dog smoking a weed it's just the implication that the dog was around the weed so that's a fucking movie what do we want to call it ebuds isn't bad ebud oh my god ebud is, a, is that's it ebud and that's a movie hey we broke it we fucking broke god, a imagine movie, what we could have done with another half hour holy shit dude well i mean like i know i think we got like we got the structure there like you know like we would have to definitely we could have figured out a b plot yeah b plot was like a little bit more interesting with him and his neighbor yeah oh yeah but you know what i think that this works yeah this is this is a fucking movie man that's a structure (laughs) hopefully hopefully we did the story boys proud So, we have something very special coming your way. This is going to be Spiritual Successor Goes to the Movies' first trailer. This audio trailer is dog-ear friendly. One selfish gamer. Hey, you're in my lane. Shove it, Binkley. I'm about to get a pentakill. Check this shit out. Defeat. Pentakill my ass. With no friends. Mark, you're off the team, but hey, can you still walk my dog later? And no rent money. I'm sorry, Mark. You're two months behind on rent. You've got to come up with the $20 or you just can't stay here. I don't know what I'm going to do unless I find a convenient way for a grown-ass man to earn $20. I'm boned. But at least he has... Four dogs? (laughs) Wait. You guys can play me? Yes, but you can't understand what I'm saying because this isn't one of those movies. It's it's kind of like a snow dog situation. Victory! <gasps> Rather than aggressively pursuing a day job and cutting back on frivolous spending, I'm going to assemble a ragtag team of dogs to take on the League of Legends World's Tournament and earn $20. Fuck! I have no concept of money. That's exactly what I was thinking, Fido. This summer... Your DPS is incredible. <gasps> Who's a good boy? Me, Who's a good me, boy? Me, I'm the good boy. Yes, tell me how good I am. All lanes are going to the dogs. Welcome to Worlds 2020. Wait, are those dogs? They better not be. Their drool could cause an accident. <laughs> I'm slipping. E-Butt, climbing its way to a theater near you, July 2020. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Box Office. That's what Blake <laughs> told me to call this bit before we went into it, and I like it. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, I wanted to say thank you all so much for kind of giving us the opportunity to do this. Uh, this is our first Patreon bonus thing, and it's really cool that we ha- get the opportunity to do something like this. And it's thanks to the support that all of you give us. So thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. This yeah. has been a wild ride of a show since we picked it up. And it, it's just been, it's been so fun to do this, right? Like, oh, it's yeah. been so fun to see the interactions with all of you, to see the jokes that you all come up with, that you share and trust us to play along with. Like, it's really amazing. And I'm really grateful that all of you are willing to have some fun with us every week. Yeah. It's yeah. a complete blast. Yeah. So thank you guys. And if you would like to kind of get in on some Patreon fun, go check us out. We got some more bonus uh, things coming your way. Um, Mm -hmm. And we got a great Discord community. Love you guys. Thank you so much. This has been Spiritual Successor. I'm AJ Hart. And I am Blake Rea. And this has been a cool movie. That should not be made. League of Legends? More like League of No Money. I'm sorry, Mark. You've got to come up with the $20 or I'm gonna evict your lazy ass. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Unless I get that tournament money, I'm boned. It's very convenient that Worlds is only gonna give $20. (laughs) Who wrote this script? Fuck. (laughs) I don't know what I'm gonna do. How's a guy with a lot of weed supposed to get 20 bucks? (laughs) Dealing is illegal. I don't know if that's the space I want to go into. That's the okay. man took my job. <laughs> Rather than aggressively pursuing a day job, cutting back on frivolous spending, I'm going to assume a ragtag team of dogs to take to League of Legends World's tournament and earn $20. <laughs> AJ. Yeah. I might just use you reading that to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it has this level of like. Yeah, is this what I'm supposed to be? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> that's what. Hey, that's what it says on the paper. <laughs> Rather than aggressively pursuing a day job and cutting back on frivolous spending, I'm gonna assemble a ragtag team of dogs to take on the world of Le- League of Ooh. Legends. Shit, damn, fuck! I almost got through the line. <laughs> Your DPS is incredible. <gasps> Who's a good boy? Who's me. a good boy? Me! It's me! It's I! I am the good boy! (laughs) Wait! Are those dogs? Oh, they better not be. Their drool could cause an accident. I'm slipping! (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that'd be good. That'd be good. I I like that. I like explicit. Like, there's almost, like, more humor in, like, the expression that we are not able to give visual jokes. (laughs) Yeah, okay. All right, let's try that one more time. All right, can you give me one really sweet bong rip? I don't have any water in my water bottle right now, so I can't hit that bong, you know what I mean? (laughs) Are you grapefruiting right now? What happened? I died a little bit.